Welcome to the Business of Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth, and generate passive income. I'm your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember that you need to take the action others won't, and you can live the life that others don't. Please be sure to check out my weekly newsletter that now drops every Thursday. It includes one quote, one tweet, one podcast recommendation, plus some business and investing insight from me. It's short and it's sweet. My goal is to provide you with just a couple gold nuggets to help inspire your growth. Go to brianbeers.com to subscribe. Hello, and welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. This episode is part of a weekly series called Franchise Fridays, in which we have an episode dedicating to helping you create freedom by owning a franchise. My family has been in the franchise business for over 45 years. My brother and I took over our family's small auto repair franchise and have scaled it to 30 locations now, doing over $36 million a year. If you're just getting started in franchising, there's a lot to learn. You got over 3,000 franchises to choose from, so how do you pick the right one? What landmines do you have to avoid? How do you validate everything that you've learned about a franchise? I recently launched an online group coaching program to help teach you everything that you need to know. There are six components to this. Number one is a course, which provides a baseline education on franchising. Number two are live group calls. So every week, we have live calls that I host going over a franchise model, answer questions about the course, due diligence, market research, growth strategy, seller financing, marketing, real estate, anything else. Open book here. I'm hosting live franchisor webinars. So every month, bring in on franchisors to present their business model, competitive advantage, startup costs, financial performance, and more. You have the ability to listen, learn, and ask questions live. All of these are also recorded to be watched later. I'm also bringing on uh, successful franchisees to share their story across a range of different industries, how they got started, lessons learned, financial performance, you know, information that they would most not likely share publicly on a podcast like this. We will get it because it's private and all these interviews will be recorded as well. There's a private group chat to connect with other entrepreneurs going down the same journey as you. And finally, personalized franchise matching, which our team will help you find a franchise based on your goals, budget, skills, and location. And then we help you through the entire process of becoming a franchisee. In addition, there's a number of bonuses, questions to ask franchisor, franchisees, financial modeling, templates, net worth, tracking, spreadsheets, and more. You can join today for only $149 a month. There's no contract or commitment. Be a member as long as you're getting value from the group. You can go to brianbeers.com to learn more. Today, I'm going to talk about a strategy that I'm dubbing Build Then Buy. A lot of people hear my story of franchise growth through acquisition, and they want to run the same playbook. That's that's awesome. It's a great playbook. And then they spend months scouring biz buy sell, talking to brokers, networking, looking for a franchise to buy. They come across them, but none of them are just right. Some are too small. Some are overpriced. Some are too far from where they live. Some are in industries they don't really want. Some of them, the sellers are clearly lying about their role, their expenses, and working a lot more than they claim. So why is this happening? You know, if Brian can find all these franchises to buy, why can't I? Well, the big secret is that franchisees want to sell to other franchisees. It's like selling your house. If you were to sell your house to a first-time home buyer, they are most likely going to want a million inspections, have their dad, uncle, cousin walk through it. They're going to nitpick every little thing, and then they're going to come back to you with a laundry list of issues that they want you to fix before closing. Not to mention, they're going to get their mortgage co-signed by like four other people, and you have no idea if this thing will close. 
It's been a huge headache. It takes months and you potentially have lost out on other buyers during this waiting period. Compare that to selling to an older married couple who's downsizing. They do a single walkthrough. They have a light inspection. They understand that every home has minor issues and they will handle them later. They have the cash to close in 30 days. You can squeeze out a higher price from the first time home buyer, but is it worth it when you are ready to move on? When most small business owners, franchise or not, want to exit, they want to exit. They aren't looking for some big payday to maximize an ROI, an IRR, or KPI, or whatever other shit you probably have in your spreadsheets. They just want an easy sale to someone who that they believe will take care of their employees. That's it. So let's compare that to a, a franchising. If they sell to an existing franchisee, that person is already approved by the franchisor. They're already trained. They have instant synergies that they can integrate into their existing business for transfer employees, cutting costs, whatever it is. They understand the business model. And if there's issues, they already know how to probably fix them. You already have a pre-existing relationship with this person that could have lasted for years. And you know their track record. You know their reputation. Compare that to selling to an outsider, the franchisor needs to approve of them, net worth, liquidity, credit score, background checks, etc. They have to complete a multi-week training program, which the, the, the franchisee or potential buyer could back out if they say, hey, this thing's not for me. Or the franchisor could say, hey, this person like does not you know, meet what we're looking for here and, and not approve them. They have no synergies. They don't know the business model yet. And they're a total stranger. You don't really know what they're really like. So... Think if you're in the seller's shoe, which one are you going to pick? And there's no easier sale than selling to an existing franchisee who has a great reputation. So what's a searcher to do? Do you sit on your thumbs? Do you tune up your spreadsheet a little bit more? Do you go get a job that you hate while continuing this search process? You could. You could totally do that. There's hundreds, if not thousands of people doing that because they reach out to me and tell me all about it. Or you execute a strategy that I like to call build then buy. Here's how it works. Number one, we need to identify the right franchisor. If your goal is to grow through acquisitions, you need to find a brand that meets a couple criteria. Number one, they have to have a lot of units in your target market. The bigger, the better. So for example, Midas has 70 existing units in the greater Philadelphia, kind of New Jersey market. Compare that to if I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, there are three or four shops. So Great strategy to roll up when there's 70, not a great strategy to roll up when there's three. Number two, you want fragmented ownership. So you want of those 70 units or however many exist, you want to see a lot of different owners. In that greater Philadelphia area, 10 years ago, those 70 stores were operated by 30 different owners. And the largest one you know, might have had eight, six, and that was us. But then today... There's 12 owners that operate those 70 stores. So we went from 30 to 12. However, of those 12, four of them, me and three others, control 62 of the 70 locations. So pretty much we went from 30 to four, plus we have eight single stores. So fragmented ownership, none of the big guys, including myself, are going to sell one, two, whatever locations to a new buyer. If we're going to sell... We're going to sell everything, and it's going to be to a much larger strategic buyer. So if you want to break into something, you got to one, you got to find a market that was like Philly 10 years ago, highly fragmented, not Philadelphia today, which you know this, this strategy in our brand would not work. And then finally, number three, you need a legacy brand, 25 years or more 
because that will have legacy owners who want to retire. A brand that has a lot of owners in their 40s and 50s, a lot less likely to then to want to sell than a brand that has them in the 60s, 70s, even 80s. You know, I am personally seven people's retirement plan now, I want to say, where, you know, they've sold the business to us on seller financing and retired. And now we make monthly payments to them. 2000, 4000, 8000, 10,000, 12,000, whatever it is a month for the next, you know, four years, eight years, 12 years. My longest deals, you know, 13 years, I believe, that we're going to be making payments to somebody unless we, you know, prepay it. And so that is key. All right. So identify the right franchise or number one. Number two is to build a new unit from scratch. So we find a brand, a lot of existing units, but they still have some open territory in there. So we go in and we open a brand new location from scratch in that market that we want to be in. And you only need now one unit to become a member of the franchise country club. We get our foot in the door. We learn the business model. And then we start building relationships with our neighboring franchisees. This is where number three comes in, which is to become known. So you go to all your local meetings, your national conferences. You participate in as many committees as you can. You become friends with as many franchisees across the country as you can. You give and you give and you give. You share best practices, your challenges, your comp plans, the payroll provider, whatever it is. And in return, people will give to you all the, their best practices in sales and marketing and training. And this is how you become known. And this is how you grow within a franchise. And then number four, you start to sow the seeds. Once you're known and you have established some relationships, you sow your seeds. You let your older neighboring franchisees know that when they are ready to exit, you love to buy their business. Quick story here. I was the guest speaker in someone else's franchise mastermind, and I spoke about this concept. Two weeks later, one of their members posted a message on their Facebook group. It reads, after a great call with Brian Beers a couple weeks back, I invited a neighboring franchisee to go out to dinner, and I put a gentle bug in his ear about eventually selling to me. I got a text saying he's ready to sell less than a week later. Then he went on to ask about uh, putting together an LOI. So it works. The stuff I talk about here works not only for me, for other people in other com- industries. It's not just automotive. I mean, I don't even know what brand this guy was in, but um, this works. And it's may sound like a lot of work. Like all that stuff I just, just talked to like is a lot of work. Well, but that's how you make money. And if it was easy, everyone would do it. And these opportunities would not exist. Some people think that buying a franchise is like buying real estate. It's just, you know, you run some numbers, you can direct everything from your desk. But it's not how it works. You got to get out there. You got to get your hands dirty. You got to do the work if you want to make significant money. And if you don't, you just want some passive income or whatever you want to call it, some side income, maybe you can run it that way. But for those who are serious and, and they want to build a great asset and a lot of net worth, make a lot of money, this is the strategy. So anyhow, there's no magic bullet. There's no perfect answer when it comes to franchising. It's all about finding the right one that works for your strategy. And this is not the only one. There's plenty of guys that get into a new concept, a totally new brand. They develop everything. We, we hear stories on Jamie Weeks and lots of guys doing that in these emerging brands. So this is one way to do it, but there's lots of ways to make uh, money through franchising. It's all a matter of finding one that works for you. So if there's any way I can help you in my coaching program, personal franchise matching, whatever it is, go to brianbeers.com. You can find me on Twitter at brianbeers. And I look forward to chatting with you. Until next time, cheers. 
That's all we got for this episode with the Business with Beers podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is to rate the show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with me on your preferred social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all my links at brianbeers.com. Please just share the podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember to take the actions others won't to live the life that others don't. 